0: These people don't give you a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> he's giving them the business. All the, the, oh, the band is out on the field. He's putting the one in the end zone. He's on, here goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going oh, running he's all he's the way back. Business,
1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to College Football Extravaganza, Week Two, 2021. Today we have a special guest from the Interesting Enough podcast, Nolan Todd. He went to EWF with me. He had me on his podcast last week. Had a really good time. Talked some, talked some shit about some college football. I did a college football review. What's up, Nolan? Welcome to the podcast.
2: What's good. What's up, party people? I got, I got a lot to say. I got, I just want to say before you even get started, I heard some slander, but I did obviously throw on the hurricane's hat so we're not we're not hiding, we're not running, we're here. You know what I'm saying? You're the second Miami fan I've ever met in my life, by the way. So Well, you are, you're welcome. You've been blessed. That's what it sounds like. You've been <laughs> blessed two times. Yeah.
3: You know good good for you for being a Miami fan. You're staying true to your team. But damn this this team has not been anything since the early two thousands. It's been rough, so my hat's off to you, man. You're staying true to your team. I respect that.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, look. Well, you know, I don't even want to. Let me. Let me not. Let me not get into get off into a tangent. Go. Go ahead and finish your thing, because I, I. could do this all day with the Hurricanes.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to the podcast. If you're new to the show, give us a like, subscribe, uh, follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Your favorite podcaster, College Football Extravaganza, on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. It's at College Football it's at CFB extravaganza on Twitter and Instagram now uh, next week Davis and I have arranged for something pretty pretty exciting for the show um, Davis using his connections from ESP and radio um, and his show his former show uh, co-host Justin right you did it with Justin mmm Yeah, um, we are going to be doing a split show with ESPN Radio at the University of West Florida's opening football game uh, live podcast with them. So that's going to be cool this Saturday. And I'm I'm assuming whenever we get the tape from ESPN or Justin, and then we'll we'll have it up on our podcast as well. So that's cool. College football extravaganza goes clean. We go we go uh, radio censored. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank God I'm not going to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't, dude. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to try not to let
0: any any. I F- talked about Bud up. stuff on the last podcast. <laughs> that's so. what I'm saying, dude. I don't know. <laughs> what
3: yeah, we'll... it's going to be fun though. You know, obviously the show. Is a show I hosted for over two years, and now that I'm no longer in radio, it feels nice, kind of going back, but taking the podcast and blending the two. So it'll be fun to see how that goes.
1: Yeah, and it's a uh, it's our alma mater, so we get to kind of be there for the one and only maybe
3: uh, game that's going to be
1: played on campus. That's pretty cool. Uh, for you, I- you I'm definitely
3: a- drinking though. Like I will be probably a little buzz. I'll be buzzing. Mm. on that radio show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's going to be fun.
1: Alright, so let's get right into it. Week
3: 1 review.
1: Uh, let me see, that's week 2 games. Cool. Week 1. Um, we already went over the earlier game, so Ohio State-Minnesota, if you got to watch that game on, what was it, Thursday? It was last Thursday. Um, Ohio State started off a little slow. Uh, Minnesota looked like they they were going to win the ball game early on, and then Ohio State came back with a vengeance. Ended up uh, doing going push on one of our locks. Actually, we had we all locked that game in for Ohio State, so we all pushed on that one. So that's a push for our locks on the Ohio State game, which yeah. I, I was and, informed is not going to be a win. It's not going to count as a win because Joey doesn't want to count as a win here.
0: Well, I mean, in gambling, you get your money back. You don't win it. your money, you don't lose it. But um, this is a frustrating game to watch being on Ohio State. Because um, it looked like at any point they could pull away, at any point they could just they could bust it wide open. And really, the best chance they had was when they got the interception on the play. They ended up being overturned because it was roughing the passer targeting things. I thought it was a terrible call. Yeah. Um, the alcohol yeah. might have had something to do with it, but I still think it was a bad call. And then Minnesota scores a touchdown the next play or two plays later or something. What like ended that. up
1: happening? I forgot. So the catch, the Minnesota guy was going to catch the ball or like he caught it and he was like going, and then he got. Hit in the side. It looked like the helmets yeah. helmets collided.
0: Right. I thought it was the roughing the passer one, where the guy got the guy quarterback in the head. As it, I, that must we be might a different be across one. The, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A different one. yeah. Well, I was thinking. That but point. that that was a big turning point because Ohio State got the ball back and they would have probably went down and scored and busted a twenty-one point lead open. It would probably been the game would have been over. And then uh instead, Minnesota scores and Ohio State had to fight and claw a push. So.
1: I was thinking about that hard hit. Davis, if if you find that hit or pull it up, do it, because that thing was vicious. Yeah. Um. Ohio State looks good. I think they'll get better. Um, I think Ryan Day is going to have a good team. Chris Olave looked uh, really good. He's obviously the top target on the uh, perimeter for Ohio State. I'm going to be excited to watch him play. Coastal Carolina yeah. takes care of the city. Oh, sorry, Davis, go ahead.
3: I okay. know oh, no. Chris Olave he's uh he's definitely their top target. Uh feel like he's been at Ohio State for a long time. CJ Stroud I I mean he he definitely came on in the second half. I I know he's a redshirt freshman but you know that true freshman quarterback that they have I'm, I'm blanking on his name at the moment. The guy who just signed a massive NIL deal. Oh yeah, Quentin Quint Ewers, yeah. Ewers I think is yeah, his name. Like I I I Don't be surprised if at some point you see him play this year. Stroud did not impress me that much.
1: I thought he, I thought he was all right.
3: I mean, you didn't impress me though. I mean, when you're an Ohio state quarterback, it's like, there's a standard. Ohio state is a, you know, they're a five-star program. There's a standard I think when it comes to the quarterback position. So if you play even good enough to have your team win, you're on the chopping block. That's just sort of what you sign up for. If you're not a Heisman candidate, then your job could be lost at any moment. So I wouldn't you, be surprised if one bad game leads to at least yours to get in the ball game and see what he can do.
1: Do you think um, Do you think we'll see him, or do you think he's going to start over CJ Stroud?
3: See him? I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. I mean, we obviously will see him at some point. You have, you have four games until mm-hmm. you lose your status as a redshirt. We'll see him at some point. Probably, probably this week. Yep, yep, probably.
1: All right, uh, Coastal Carolina takes care of the um, Citadel 52-14. to 14. They look pretty good, the Um Maybe e- uh, easing their way inside the top 20, and, and we'll see what happens with them. Uh, I know, Davis, you were big on them trying to make a playoff spoiler last week, so we'll see what happens.
3: Well, Coastal, obviously, well, it won't happen with the four teams, but I still mm-hmm. love the school no matter what. Yeah, yeah.
1: they got some dogs over there. They got some dogs at Coastal Carolina. No cats. No cats allowed. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything to say about the Ohio State game, Nolan? I, I don't know if you watched because we were doing our podcast or your, I was doing your podcast during the middle of that game.
2: Yeah, so that game I only saw the highlights, obviously. I mean, it's been – you know, that was, you know, one of the only few games on that night, like, you know, since it wasn't on Saturday. So, you know, got to inside I, – I did – see parts of the replay. Um saw what you guys were talking about earlier, which is kind of wild, but um, I just think it's like a general theme, man. Like, um, I don't know if you guys talked about it on your last pod, but I mean, it's awesome for college football to get these games week one, right? Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm kind of on the, I kind of err on the side of, uh, of caution and also, you know, um, giving these guys a chance, especially with Stroud and like, as him just being a one example of, You know, I thought battling back in the second half, I mean, in a big, big 10 game, I think that means something. That means something to me. You know what I mean? I know he, I I agree with Davis. I mean, it didn't look great, especially because we know like they were in a battle, right? Like they were in like basically a three headed battle. Right. So it's like, it's very easy to be like Monday morning quarterback with it. But I mean, I think battling back Minnesota's, I mean, obviously been a really good team, like, you know, flex doing over there um, even if, you know, record wise sometimes. So, I think battling back is big. Like that's like, that was probably the biggest takeaway. Like Ohio state's just got, I mean, it's obvious like just the team speed, right? Like in general, when you watch these games, like that's the thing where it's like Minnesota's a really good team and like they hung in there, but the team speed eventually is just going to like, you know, you know, it's just going to be like, you know, went out at, at the end of the day. So, you know, they impressed me, but you know, you still got to see a lot more, but you know, they'll get some cupcakes in their schedule and then we'll kind of like, probably come back around, and it'll be the same thing. So
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I, I'm with you. I think they did a good job of battling back, like you said. All right, moving on. Um, I want to talk about this UCF-Boise State game. Boise State was winning at some point, like, by a couple touchdowns, if not more, and then I, I turn on college football final later that night. And I'm like, oh, shit, UCF won. I don't know how that happened. So did anyone get, get to peep that game at all?
3: Yeah, that game was on – it,
1: it was like on a two-hour weather delay.
3: Yeah. Uh, it was uh, God, good for UCF and Gus Malzahn to work their way back because early in the game, like when Boise State was controlling that game, I was, I was kind of letting Gus Malzahn have it. I, I was sort of trashing them. And then second half, they came back. They won. I went to bed. I couldn't stay up that late. It was – God, that was a late-ass game. But I, I mean, good for them for fighting back, showing some grit. Because I was definitely not easy on Gus Malzahn.
1: Yeah, it looks like they were up twenty to nothing, twenty-one nothing at, at one point. So yeah, like you said, very good to get back in the game. I don't know what happened because um, I didn't, I didn't get to watch that game. But good win I for. I will Gus say real
3: quick, just on a side blurb, like I love Dylan Gabriel as a quarterback. I think he's fun to see. A good replacement for McKenzie Milton when he went mm-hmm. down. So, I, uh, I, I'm glad, I'm, I ultimately, I'm happy to see them win. Yeah. But that I throw, watched the... that.
1: throw was great. That's like, it's like he hit the wrong button in NCAA 14,
3: dude. He just that, got lucky. That,
1: that one pick six, <laughs> like, he was on the five yard line about to score. And he just threw it. It's it like the, the Waterboy scene where it's like 62, 62. There you are. He just, like, tosses it to him. And then a pick six. So, that was one of the touchdowns for Boise State. It was like a 100 yard pick six. Was absolutely insane. He's got Dylan Gabriel's got to do better than that as a as a senior quarterback, now. I don't know. I watched I the on second
0: one. half of this game at an airport bar, and it was the replay of the second half of the game. And I was I already knew that. I was very impressed with Gus Malzahn. I think he could be something at UCF, um, but I, I I don't know because Amazon has the chops for Power Five. But I think this UCF, I guess he's going to the Power Five at some point, but the lower tier of the Power Five. Right. Have, a good, um,
3: have a good year with them, you will.
1: Yeah, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's the news, right? Like well, there, there UCF like, is
0: going to the Big Twelve. Yeah. yeah,
1: with with Cincinnati and Houston, right? That's that's news that broke in between in between uh, time. So I guess let's let's digest that a little bit. Uh, how do you how do you like that move? I was not expecting it. I thought UCF might try and go to like the ACC with like Miami and Florida State.
0: Looks like we the Big Twelve him, yeah. already got
1: it. Yeah, I guess. I guess ACC wouldn't have won it. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Well, we didn't want them there because of recruiting. You don't want another school in your state to be in your conference. Um, right. I, I wouldn't I would have minded Cincinnati in the ACC. I don't know how hard that would have been to pull off. It. Would, I, I figured for Cincinnati, it was Big Ten or bust. That's um, what I thought, too, but, for Cincinnati.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I would have liked Cincinnati and West Virginia to come hang out in the ACC, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know how big of a news it is because they're, you know, they're not huge programs and. the – I don't think it really changes things for the Big 12. They're going to be – they're not going to be Power 5 anymore. I think it's still going to be Power 4 either way.
1: Mm, well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I like these teams going in there. I'm curious to see what other teams fall suit. Like, I think this is not the last of teams going in and out of these different conferences. These, these bigger, small teams, you know, like, like UCFs, like uh, Marshall. Like, Marshall has good brand, good name. You know, they got um, – we are Marshall. Um, Randy Moss went to Marshalls. Like they have a good history and tradition to go into a bigger conference. I think. I I yeah, could see them going it. to like Big Twelve, honestly.
0: I don't think they have a history of football success, though. That's what these conferences are looking for—an
2: investment in the sport. I
1: Marshall's. I would, I they would have Randy Moss. And what's the quarterback that had it, a broken it, it leg? Chad
2: Bennington, Byron Leftwich had some guys. Yeah, but Byron Leftwich with with the know, broken
1: like, leg down the field. How how yeah, crazy was that?
2: I get his yeah. point though. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we're looking at the trajectory of Marshall, I mean, we're talking about three guys in 35 years or something. Okay, so I, maybe, I mean, maybe I'm sure they are missing some guys, but yeah.
1: Maybe Marshall
0: wasn't the best best example of a bigger. I think team. it was the worst one. I think it was the worst yeah. example you could <laughs> have what what, 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 what? what? All right, name name a team. Then
1: name a team. Right.
0: Let's do Any that. anybody else?
1: No, go ahead. Name one. Name one. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, do Boise State. Yeah, Boise. State. Yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah, Boise, Boise State. Yeah. Okay,
3: fine. Yeah. Who do they got? Tournament bass fishing is a tough game, and it's even tougher on today's. Davis, shut.
1: Oh, I, dude! This look, I'm cute. trying to learn no, about
3: tournament bass fishing.
1: No, you're not.
3: You he never held a fish. And I haven't. I haven't fished. I haven't fished since my sophomore year. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what sound bite that was
0: supposed to be that Robert was playing right there.
1: So, <laughs> the soundboard was hot fire last episode. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't got no bass look, fishing. It's
3: not, it's not a podcast if I don't have some random piece of audio playing.
0: One hundred percent Do you, do you uh, Or your dog barking? What do you
1: what do you what do you think? Uh he'll probably him a
3: again.
1: What do
0: you think I should add?
1: It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. We're moving on. You
0: can't set up your own jokes, Brian Kelly. Uh, oh,
1: uh, oh bro. That was that too was
2: Too soon. Too terrible. soon. Yeah. Too
1: soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look. Uh, you know he you're right. <laughs> you're so right cuz that was Get bad. You, you know I'm <laughs> he's basically just said, "You know, I'll kill him." <laughs> 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 yes.
2: After winning the game. <laughs> no, my, my favorite with the Brian Kelly is not it's not him doing it, it's what his reaction is after that like when they ask him about. It. Like that like if that isn't some Brian Kelly stuff to do, like to have that type of like nonchalant ass reaction.
1: Well, I get what like, he's trying. I get what he's trying to do because it, oh, it. it was but, a quote. It wasn't quote from someone, but like the guy who was quoting, they they asked him, "How was your team's execution?" Or like you know this and that. They asked him. He said, "I'm in favor of it." Yeah. <laughs> he, he <or laughs>
0: How Killier was your was team's like, execution tonight?
1: Yeah, here Kelly was like, you know, uh, it's all about execution, and uh, I guess we should execute all my players. <laughs> oh
0: come
1: on! <laughs> no, we played it's a good insane. game. We got we got a I couple things to clean up. Like, no, we have to fucking kill them all.
0: What's you the gotta st- you gotta stay in your lane, and that and comedy is not Brian Kelly's lane, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's,
1: true. that's what we're here for. Okay, Mr. Brian. Mr. Brian Kelly. Although I will say, since we're already talking about it, and uh, you know, I watched, I watched the FSU game. That was, that was a great game to watch, man. I, I'm this whole first week of college football has absolutely spoiled the rest of the season for us, I guess, because there were so many great games. Uh, FSU, um, they were impressive with Mackenzie Milton throwing the ball, in my opinion. Like, I like Jordan Travis. He got the ball moving. He got the excitement going here and there. Mackenzie Milton, I don't know if it was the the jitters uh, from not playing, just shaking the rust off and just absolutely killing it. But he did. I think so.
0: I, would you agree, Joey? Like, I mean, I get tagged as being a negative FSU fan sometimes by people I know, especially after the last four years. I mean, how can you not be negative? But I'm just so frustrated watching Florida State play the wrong quarterback year after year after year. I mean, it's just been ridiculous. Like, Michael Novell starting James Blackman. James Blackman started for Arkansas State this week and got benched. And the, uh, the backup quarterback came in and threw three touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and won the game. Like, that's how bad this kid is. And he started for us for three years. I mean, just, in, like, why can't somebody make the correct decision? Like, I know, like, McKenzie Milton did miss a lot of (laughs) fall camp. He missed a lot of fall camp. And so I get that. But, I mean, just watch the tape. Watch McKenzie Milton play. If he is 50% of what he was at UCF, he's an upgrade over everybody on the roster. And so McKenzie Milton comes in. He leads us back from 18 points down. And I don't know, if McKenzie Milton starts that game, instead of scoring 38 points, do we score 58 points? Do we score 62 points? I mean, it didn't look like he could be stopped. We have a terrible offensive line. Jordan Travis holds the ball too long. You think maybe he could escape, but he didn't escape at all this game. He had six rushing yards. McKinsey gets the ball, throws it, gets the ball, throws it. You saw in the first play that he took from Sav. He got the ball through it perfectly. I mean, you got to realize, like, if you have that bad of an offensive line, you got to get the ball out of your hands. And there's one quarterback on the roster who can do that. And why didn't he start the game? uh,
3: He's still surprisingly mobile, too. Yeah. Yes. which by the way made me nervous every single time oh, oh dude he my ran heart them. my heart
1: and you know what it's so weird uh because I've hated FSU for so long like I because they beat us beat us for so long it's kind of like um I'm enjoying the time Florida has being like winning but I want to see McKenzie Milton do well I really do I, it's I just do. that that much I love it
3: I love the whole story he definitely he definitely won the nation over. I think I think people are going to be paying attention to Florida State after that game. But Joey, no, I'm with you. And actually I mean, you, you, it's funny you say, you know, how Florida State for the last 4 years has played the wrong quarterback. I mean, come on. We had basically two full years, almost three full years of Felipe Franks. And we had Kyle <laughs> who ended up becoming a Heisman candidate right behind him the mm. entire time. And it took Trask – not Trask. It took Franks to break his ankle for him to finally get out of the game. And I don't wish that upon anybody, but thank God that happened. But, no, with Mackenzie Milton, I, I – like, Joey, you actually corrected me last week because I thought he was going to start the game. I thought yeah. he was going to start the game. And then you said, no, Jordan Travis is. And my, really, in my head, I'm like, really? Why? But he did. He did okay, like like Robert said, he did okay. But then, as soon as Milton came in, a they kept him in the game. Like Travis could have come, could have gone back in. They kept yeah. him in the ball game. Thank God they did because that was how you guys were able to stay in the game. You guys were down by ten, and then the game was tied, and you went eighteen.
0: To- we were down by eighteen.
1: Yeah, dude. That was a fight. Talk about fight back from Minnesota. The fight back from Florida State.
0: Well. What I don't understand the most frustrating part about it is Travis threw three interceptions. One, I like not his fault. The safety made probably the best play that one of the best plays I've seen in college football, coming across the entire field on a play that would have been a touchdown to make a pick. Like, you can just can't help that. He threw two other interceptions, and it, it took him getting his helmet knocked off and being forced to come out of the game before McKenzie Milton was allowed in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, what, where is the thought process? The third quarter, they were dead, and you got a former like. A ninety got through so ninety touchdowns in his college career, sitting on the bench, ten thousand yards, and you don't think to use him. It just doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Defense looked good. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, uh, now let's
1: talk a little bit about Notre Dame uh, without without trying to kill them all, and let's just say <laughs> maybe they did okay. Maybe they did good. Um, Jack, Jack, what's his name?
0: Stone. Town, C um, O N.
1: Cone, Jack Cone. Uh, I thought he did pretty good in the beginning, and then he kind of got less mobile as Florida State's uh, defensive line. Florida State's defensive line putting pressure on on Notre Dame all night, and Jack Cone all night. Especially the the transfer from Georgia, he had what three sacks alone by himself. Two? two sacks. Just just two. Fun fact
0: Wait. one more one more fun fact about say so our sacks in that one game had more our our defensive ends in that one game had more sacks than every all of our defensive ends last year. Come Anyway, that's,
1: go ahead. wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. Davis, I know you had you were gonna say something.
3: So I, I I mean, this was like my this was my last lock last week when we were doing the show. this was my last lock. There was something that I I felt that Notre Dame was going to win the ball game, but Florida state was going to cover. And mm. here's why I thought that the game was going to be close, but Notre Dame was going to win was that Notre Dame has this tendency to somehow, some way pull out a win. Now put them against Alabama or Clemson. They're going to get their ass kicked, but uh, Florida state's not there. So they have a way of just squeaking out those wins. And this was what this turned into, you know, Jack Cohn, First half, even in the third quarter, awesome. Awesome. Had a fantastic overall had a fantastic game. Four touchdowns, three hundred and sixty yards passing. That's awesome. But that was a lot of that through the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, not so much. Florida State makes a comeback, but Notre Dame barely managed to sweep by. And then you go to overtime. And I, I'm not gonna get on Florida State's kicker. He's a freshman. He missed the he made one clutch field goal. He missed the I was gonna
0: say he made the field goal to go to overtime.
3: Yeah, like I'm not getting on him about that that, that's going to happen. You're going to miss field goals. Oh, well, that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, Notre Dame just managed to squeak it out again. That's just what it is. And that was how I felt last week going into this ball game was that it was going to be close, but Notre Dame is going to squeak by and damn it. I somehow was right. I think I was wrong on my other picks, but I was right on this one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, uh, I think we both called it by a field goal, right? Yeah. Uh, And Whenever I said a field goal, I didn't mean overtime. The second field goal, you, admit, you know, I thought it was going to be like a game-winning field goal. Someone misses or makes it, but there were a few field goals involved, which just happened to uh, land on Florida State's time to go wide, w- wide right or wide left. Man, Florida State has a history of doing that. They just do. Sorry, sorry, that's the truth. Um, but like you said. Can't hang your hat on that. You gotta move on to the next one. I think if anything, it's gonna motivate Florida State to just kick the absolute shit out of whoever they're playing this week. Uh, I I don't see I don't see it even being close. I don't care who they're playing, they're playing someone small, right?
0: Jacksonville State, they got a solid defense. There
1: you go. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> a A plus defense. You said that about Wagner, they got beat sixty nine seven by <laughs> <at> Buffalo. <laughs> That's fine. Um, anyway, so let's stick to uh the theme. We've gone UCF, we've talked about Miami a little bit, we'll come back to Miami now. But let's go to another quarterback situation with the Florida Gators. Uh they played FAU, another Florida school, and uh they're rotating out Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson. Emory Jones looked good in the first two drives and then throws a pick on uh on the five, from the five yard line. Could have been a touchdown, could have been up 21 nothing. And then in the next drive, I believe something else happens that was also Emory's fault and turnover on downs. So uh, Anthony Richardson comes in, in the, on the third drive and absolutely just shakes people all over the place, looking like a absolute beast, a monster. Looking uh, like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man, he looked crazy. He was leaping over people uh, in the fourth quarter and stuff too. Um, had, what, like a huge touchdown run, 50-plus yard touchdown run. Um, but Dan Mullen said he missed some reads, and so they're still going to be rotating in and out. I think Emory keeps the job. I think Emory keeps the job, but uh, did Tampa Bay score?
0: Yes, Gronk. Yes, sir.
1: Dang, bro. Come on. Anyway, I think Emory keeps the job, but uh, definitely going to see Anthony Richardson in all sorts of aspects of this Florida Gator football team. The game shouldn't have been 35-14. It should have been like 45-14 maybe maybe even 48, 50s around there because of those few drives?
3: Uh, so, Emory Jones, is, I mean, yeah, he's our starting quarterback, but I think we're going to be running a two-quarterback system.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and, and Dan Mullen, uh, he even said it, you know, he went back to 2006 when Chris Leak and Tim Tebow kind of shared some time. Now, Leak was the main quarterback, and Tebow came in in certain packages. I that. think that's what we're going to see with Anthony Richardson – and if Emory Jones, kind of going back to my take with Ohio State, if Emory Jones is continuously inconsistent, which I think he is, then you may see Richardson start taking the steps and maybe even start the, the, for the Gators. But for right now, Emory Jones has the job. They're taking on USF this week. At USF, by the way, kind of a unique uh, move there, but uh, also on ABC at noon. And I, I'm really happy about that. But, I don't know. Emory Jones is going to be our quarterback for right now, but wait until we actually face a decent team. We have Alabama coming up soon. That's not going to be fun. I think if Richardson can be as elusive as he was against FAU, against Alabama, you're probably going to see him taking a lot of snaps, not so much Emory Jones.
0: I mean, I'm, this game, what was Dan or Dan Mullen thinking in the fourth quarter? He could have won this team out by what? Or I mean, they could have won thirty-five to nothing, forty-two to nothing, and he just got going for it. And uh, I mean, they let a Willie Taggart team score fourteen points on him. That's kind of pathetic. Willie Taggart didn't score points. I don't know if you noticed or not. But, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but hey, uh, Avery Drones didn't impress me. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Florida's going to be interesting this year because if they can't figure out what's going on at quarterback, I don't know how good they're going to be.
1: Uh, I think I think we'll see this USF game. Coming up this week, and we'll get to it, but um, last week, definitely just looking at it, you know, if that's the way we're going to go about the season. I think the defense played a lot better. Defense held in some situations. I mean, I'll let that 14 slip in the first first week of the game. FAU looked like they were playing physical. I saw a video from FAU's uh, Barstool account. Uh, This guy was like, first time playing in a college football game against Florida, On special teams and he straight knocked one of our guys out like absolutely (laughs) demolished him so they were playing physical and very very hard hitting team uh willie taggart willie taggart was humble honestly man like the uh announcers were saying in the florida game they were saying he thinks he got his dream job way too soon with fsu which is a humbling thing to say because he came from Oregon, didn't really have great stats, and then gets a, one yeah, gets a good job at FSU, his dream job allegedly, and no one likes him has a bad season, right? So now Two he bad goes,
0: seasons.
1: yeah, now he goes back, and it's kind of like he gets to work, and I think that's the way he's looking at it. I'm interested to see what FAU does, honestly, after that game. Um, not that I think they're gonna be good or anything, but I think they'll get better. I think Willie Tiger's gonna be getting better as a
3: as a coach as as time goes on. Hopefully. All right, yeah, kind of like almost like Lane Kiffin in a way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Been, yeah, man. Uh, man, he was an NFL head coach. Yeah. At-
1: and USC and Tennessee, and now he's killing it at Ole Miss.
0: No I like, comment.
1: I like that. I like that. <laughs> Nolan,
2: you got anything to say about the any of the Florida teams, FSU, Florida? Um, I mean, w- w- the Florida State game was obviously a lot more exciting. I don't really have too many positive things to say about Florida State ever. But I will – obviously, the McKenzie Milton thing was, like, really cool to watch, just, like, a, a heartfelt moment. Um, everyone's kind of cheering for that guy in general because he's a good guy also, but also he was, like, a hell of a player. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know – so, you know, that's really cool um, for him. And I do think – you know, I agree as well. Um, I forgot which one of you guys mentioned it, but, yeah, he probably should have been playing all along. I mean, to, to be honest. I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know if you got the injury thing in the back of your head. You know, you don't know if the guy's going to have nerves. Who knows what the thought process is. But, yeah, I mean, Travis is just physically, like, you know, obviously he's just more physically imposing, looks more talented. But Mackenzie Milton's the vet, man. You got to play the vet. I mean, that that's kind of I'm, – I'm on that train. And then for Florida, you know, I, I don't really get hung up on the – you know, I always should have, it should have been 59 to three or something, you know, that, you know, you get the win, you get the win. Right. I I always think even playing smaller Florida schools, you know, guys, the familiarity, stuff like that, you know, it is what it is. It's week one. I will say though, not, I'm not usually ever a big fan of the two quarterback thing in general college, you know, you get more leeway, definitely not the pros. I mean, that's ridiculous, but in college um, you know, and the only thing with the Chris Leak and, and Tim Tebow comparison is like, I know that, you know, Davis, you're not making the straight comparison, but it's like the only difference is Chris Leak was kind of proven. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so neither of these guys are at this point. So like, that's my only hesitation, but it's like, you know, I think Chris Leak was in a unique situation where like, you know, he'd already accomplished, you know, some things, right. You know, they've been winning a lot of games and things like that. And he probably had the maturity to be like, you know, It's what it is. I don't remember obviously at the time if he was like upset about it or whatever, but you know, and then Tim Tebow at that point, um, we didn't know, you know, he's going to be like really Tim Tebow, but you know, you knew you had something. So neither of these guys strike me as like is so far. That's like, Oh, these are, you know, I mean, they're big time talents, but outside of that, that's, that's really it. So I do think that like, if I'm a Florida fan, which I'm not, I would, I would think that it's okay to do that. And then you know, the best case scenario, you eventually hope one guy just kind of makes the, you know, mm. kind of makes the step forward. But, yeah, I mean, especially as you guys being Florida fans, I mean, that's painful to have Trask just sitting there. <laughs> and then just, like, all of it. you know what I mean? Like, that's – and I don't know if you guys had insight on in terms of, like, if you guys felt Trask was going to be that guy. But, you know, I'd probably – guess probably not. But, like, <laughs> there that's were, just crazy.
1: Yeah, there were glimpses in, like, 2018 whenever Trask um, came in against Missouri – he came in against Missouri and then I think drove the ball down the field one drive yeah. and then Trask like sprained his ankle. And so Felipe came back in the game.
2: Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And the or first of all, the Felipe Franks thing, I, I mean, I don't want to get disrespectful on the pot, but no. I'm not a Felipe Franks fan. First of all, how he, how he was acting after, after Florida,
1: beat Miami. out
2: the victory. You no, know, Yeah. Oh. why that because pissed me, no like, no that by pissed me the off the of margins like oh. let's not forget like I'm not he, even to going to talk about Yeah I'm you know how the, we do you know Yeah I for sure yeah I'm not going to talk me. about the penalties and all that that transpired at the end of that game right you, a dub is a dub I'm not I'm not here to do that thing but like come on he was like literally here acting like he carried the squad after he almost threw the game <laughs> So like He almost threw the game
3: I was Okay so we were at the game in my in Orlando Florida Miami okay. I was this is back when I was still in my media days. I was in the press conference front row as Felipe is like talking about the game and like how he's talking about how like he literally basically only said, Oh yeah. Like I had a good game. And then this one reporter was like, well, what about the interception you threw?
2: Right. He's
3: like, I got hit. And I wanted to be like, uh, you got hit after you threw the ball.
2: Yeah. Right. You? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. He
3: threw it straight to the defender. It was a perfect spiral. To the defender. And I left – I think I told Robert this, like, as I'm, like – as we're, like, walking to the car after he met me, after I left the press conference, I was like, dude, I I am angry right now.
2: Yeah. You no, you should
3: – needs to go.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, like, I mean, again, how Felipe Franks got his job in the first place was a little uh, – as it is, but, like, at the same time, it's like – I mean, I'm all cool with getting the win and, like, being hype, but, like, watching that interview and this guy to just literally be like – I was like, "Yo, my man, you guys almost lost in the game, but like, mm-hmm. but but you know, I say all that to say, you know, just going back to what Florida's got now, I think same thing, man. I mean, I think none of these guys are Felipe Franks for one, and then two, um, I, yeah, I think the two quarterback system could definitely work. They'll play some cupcakes, maybe some guys will, you know, weed their way out. I will say the Kyle Trask thing though. I know this is going off on a tangent, but I can't remember. Was it two years ago when you guys played at LSU at LSU when Trask was playing? not yeah. just like it was the oh, year we, before okay
3: that was the LSU was like number one
2: right so you guys lost right if I remember correctly we
3: did lose
2: yeah. okay so I remember Trask got a hell of a game and that was the first time I'd actually like watched like a full like I like I heard of Kyle Trask whatever right like but I'm not a Florida fan so I'm really only gonna watch the televised you know the nationally televised game right like just call it what it is so I was like I remember asking I have a friend that's a Florida fan and I was like so like why wasn't this guy playing before <laughs> like that was just my yeah. I was like I was like, I'm confused. Like, because you like, he was saying, it's like, yeah, it was a battle. Guys got hurt. I was like, what was the battle about? Like, am, am I missing something here? Because I'm like, I know I'm just, I'm um, coming watching one game. Yeah, like you said, LSU is the number one team in the country, and he's dealing. Like, he's just dealing. And like, it, he's not really the reason that you lose. So it was like, dude, like, I, I mean, you can't take back the lost time, but that was just like, yeah, yeah that would be painful.
3: As a Florida fan, with with dealing with struggling quarterbacks for since Tebow, like that was very special to see. Even in a loss, you felt really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a good game. The LSU game, I yeah, I I did feel good about that one two years ago. And and uh, the whole Kyle Trask thing. I mean, sometimes just practice practice reps don't translate to game reps. Some guys are game guys, man. Some guys yeah. are practice players, and some guys are game guys. and I don't, you don't, you never know what the coaches are looking at and what they're trying to, what they're trying to determine. But I think sometimes coaches, sometimes coaches get too into their well, that's, own. Philosophy. That's Florida.
2: I mean, Florida's got the ultimate like gamer. I mean, Tim Tebow's the ultimate gamer, right? Miami like he, chain, yeah. You
1: got the Miami chain shirt on right now too?
2: Yeah. You already know what time it is. I'm here for all smoke. That's oh, like man. you already know what time it is, but no, man, I'm like. Yeah, you guys have the ultimate gamer, like you know Tim Tebow. I, I can't imagine Tim Tebow looking ol, ol, like ultra impressive in practices. Besides the fact when he's running guys over in the SEC he also championship, can't throw a football. So there's, I mean, that, uh, there's uh, that. But I mean, even then, like I mean, I'm a Dolphins fan, so like you guys gave us Channing Crowder, things like that. Channing Crowder is like not, he's not. I mean, he's not physically imposing to like he's, to regular people, but you know, he's not super fast and super whatever. I mean. And then, like you know, it gets in the game. He just makes plays, right? Like so, you got guys like that. Danny Crowder was that. a
1: beast for Florida. Let, let, yeah, he was a
2: beast at Florida. Like, I mean, I he's on that. and off the on and off the field, right? But you know, um, he definitely like you know guys like that. You know, I, I do appreciate the guys that are gamers. Because
1: all right, let's uh let's well, continue. So, let's, wait, go ahead. Yeah,
0: go ahead. I was gonna say to go to that point, the gamers. That's the whole reason, apparently, that George Travis started the game. Is McKenzie Milton's apparently terrible in practice. And then when he gets on the game, oh. when the lights are on. He just – it's dimes, dimes, dimes. And so that's what frustrates me. It's like, why can't you watch that game film and realize maybe we got to put this guy in the in prime time and figure right. out what he can do. And also why it pisses me off that James Blackman started two seasons because they
2: watched what he could do on the damn field, and uh, mm-hmm. they started him anyway, so. And the thing with, the thing with the McKenzie, but I, I, only reason I give them the benefit of the doubt is just because, like, you know, he's coming off that injury and stuff. May, I, that's the only saving grace I give the Florida State coaches, I mean, Florida State coaches, staff, or whoever. Like, that's the only thing. It's like, all right, you don't know how the guy's gonna react. You know, it's a big injury. Guys have played in what, we're talking two, what is it, 2018, 20, or 2019, or whatever it's been, so it's like, you know, that's yeah. the only thing, but, yeah, I, I'm with you, too. If I was a Florida State fan, I'd be like, Mm-hmm. What the hell were we waiting on? You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, like you said, the guy's helmet had to come off for, for us to yeah. even find out. Like, what if that doesn't yeah. even happen? You know, we might not even see. Uh huh. We have got blown out.
1: As a right. coach, as a coach, you have to have that sense. Be like, all right, it's time. We got to do it. Got to at least find a way. Like Nick Saban did with Tua in the national championship when Jalen Hurts wasn't moving the ball. He put Tua in at after halftime, and that you know allowed for Alabama to win the national championship. Man, like it's moves like that that can make or break a team. Really, this
2: Cowboys kicker just meant a 31 yard field goal. Dang, Warburg. I just yeah. love wow, to see it.
1: That it was,
3: was, he hooked it back. Yeah, a lot of delay, but that's okay. Yeah, he hooked oh, it my bad. Man. No, you're good. I'm, I'm watching on stream, so.
2: I'm, I'm, oh, you're watching on stream. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you and, you and Joey are ahead of
3: us, I guess. Um,
1: Anywho, all right, so we just, I just mentioned Alabama. We'll stick with the four teams and. Just quickly go over this Alabama Miami game. It it is what it is. We knew what it was. Um, I thought it. Would it's be not going to be
0: quick, Robert. It's not going to be quick. <laughs> I, I'm trying.
1: I'm trying, bro. These week one games. It, it, that's that's all right. Let's go. Let's go into it. My, I mean, I thought I thought first. Miami. I thought Miami would would keep it closer. Um, I really did. I, I was hoping D. A. King would do something. Man, didn't get anything going until it looked like late in the ball game. Uh, Alabama. Just doing it again, honestly. Just doing it again. Bryce, Price Young, absolutely amazing. Um, probably gonna have Heisman hope hopes. Like, I don't even know what to say at this probably point. the front runner. Yeah, probably front runner, man. Like, what what are we even talking about? Why don't we just fast forward to the? Well, I we're gonna quit this podcast. And we you, you just be, let's all become Alabama fans at this point.
0: I'm
1: done. I just want them to be bad one year
0: i just really want them to be bad one year all right i mean i'll, I'll start uh <laughs> uh alabama i mean they're gonna be the best team this year I' no other team really impressed me to be honest with you and alabama didn't impress me because they could have won this game by 70 points if they wanted to um <laughs> you're like fucking Simon. that was
2: a
1: shot you're like Simon was shot. no but
2: very I mean they could have won by he's he is, he's not wrong I mean they could have won yeah. by more than they actually won by but you don't care. but the saving
0: grace is the years that Alabama like that they're the best team they usually don't win the national championship they win it like their weird years like last year was kind of it was a COVID year years, a weird year they won it and then a couple other times a couple times that they were the best team that people thought They'd lose to Clemson or they lose to someone else, you know. So that's the only saving grace we have. Bryce Young, I mean, he was good, he there's no doubt about it, but he was a little shaky in the first half, even though they were up there 27 to 3. Don't get me wrong, I mean, they're, they're still the best team. Um, Miami, you know, they just they're as expected. That, the, the thing with Miami, and oh, the reason why out. I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> the reason why I said it was the nail in the coffin is because what Miami usually does is they usually start off very strong and everyone gets gets hyped, gets behind them, and then they falter down the stretch. Well, now the big question mark for Miami is are they going to be able to, you know, keep that hype up to start the year? Because if they if they fall off now, it's going to be real tough for them. It's going to be real tough for Manny Diaz. It's going to be real tough for recruiting. So. Yeah, that, that was my whole point behind it. Could this be in the nail in the coffin? So, makes sense.
3: Yeah, Miami's Queer go, go ahead. I thought that's really all I gotta <laughs> say. Is they, they talked a lot, I don't blame them, but to Alabama, and also you shouldn't be talking if you haven't been that successful in 20 years. Bam. Uh. <laughs> And the last time you were successful, you lost to Pittsburgh. Oh. Bruh. That's bad, dude.
1: <laughs> no. That, was, so that Pittsburgh game hurts me to this day. Like, I, I don't even – I'm not a Miami fan, but, man, Nolan. Like, tell, when you look back at that game, y'all were, like, number two in the nation. Uh, you know, you go – next. the next week is the yeah, ACC championship game against Clemson. So – you win the Pittsburgh game and you have a chance of beating Clemson, but not really. And th- that just sent th- that season. It just spoiled the whole good season for me, honestly. On Miami.
2: Man, I mean, look, I mean, going back to the Pit game, yeah, the Pit game is painful, right? But no, that's just a case we were looking ahead, right? Like, let's just call it what it is. That that's what I'm. I'm. I'm also not the biggest. So I'm not the biggest Malik Rozier fan, right? Like, that's just. I mean, I was, you know, I was always, you know, hollering of Nicosi Perry. Like, that's that's just been me. That's what it yeah, is. Nicosi
1: Perry looked all right against Florida, honestly. He had some uh, glimmers of, of hope.
2: Yeah, and he looked good at the end of the bowl game when De'Aaron King got hurt. I mean, he, I, I got to give the kid credit. Like, he's played well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's had some maturity issues and things like that, but he's played well. Like, you know what I mean? So, here's the thing, right? So, when you're talking about, yeah, so I'm not a big Malik Rozier fan as a whole. So, when he wasn't playing well, I'm like, whatever. Also... Um, you know, Malik Rozier is only good in, and I, I'm not going to speak for every Hurricanes fan, but to be honest, he's really only good in the book for the one reason is because he knocked off Florida state and he knocked off that streak, right? Like that's, this is the only really thing that we, he's, he's going to be, yep, you're welcome. He's going to be the only thing that's significant, right? Like in that history, right? Making that back shoulder throw, beating them, you know what I mean? So that's going to be a thing. So, the pit thing, you know, that was tough, you know, cause you know, there were still talk with the tape Martell thing, you know, there's just a lot of things. So, um, but here's the thing. I don't, you know, I don't know how many Hurricanes fans you guys run into, but look, the reality the situation is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One other one for you. Yeah. The reality the situation, the rally, reality of the situation is look, Miami's not, you will never be back. Right. And, and for people to think that whether you're a Hurricanes fan or not, it's naive. Like that's just not, I'm not, we're not asking for it to be back. You, you can't get that time back. And I'm not saying, let me be clear, right? So when I say not back, you can never have that span of time, 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, where you're just dominating recruiting and you're dominating all, things, it, all these things. It's just not going to happen. And it's not because of just Florida State. Florida, like you got the UCS and the FAUs that we've already covered. That you, you can just never dominate the state. Like this was an untapped well that like we were hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's how this era started, right? Like Schnellenberg era started untapped potential that's being hit. Everyone knows what this is now. You can't get it. You got guys going to Ohio state. Now Ohio state's got more team speed than, than any of the the schools in Florida, which is something that I would never have thought, you know, I could say, right. And even being Ohio state. So I'm not looking for that, right. What we're looking is to be competitive. What we're looking is to be competent and competing for the conference title. Like, right. That's, I think that's fair to ask. I think that was a big step two years ago. Look, the reality of the situation is, I mean, many day Di- or uh, many Diaz, excuse me, he just isn't Mark Rick, right? Like, that's you got to start there, like, just in terms of you know, he's done well in recruiting, I'll give him credit. But I mean, Mark Rick, Rick had this thing, you know, kind of he kind of had this train rolling. And I'm not saying that we were going to be w- winning national championships, but we were damn sure going to be competing for ACC championships, you know what I'm saying? And 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 that's tough to lose a guy like that. I mean, he's got his stuff going on, right? But you know that's going to be tough so in terms of getting to the Alabama game I I'm never going to say we shouldn't be talking that's just not the Miami way like we're going to talk like that's what it is like that's never going to change right I don't want us to be something that we're not look we got our ass kick uh, I don't know if we can curse on here but we got our ass kick so that's that's just what this is uh we got to take it but I will say to Joe's point like yeah I mean usually we start off strong right but hell, we usually we don't play Alabama week one. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, in, in, in that same respect, we'll get these cupcakes. We'll smack these guys around the next few weeks, right? We'll get it back. The test for me is always the same test as a Hurricanes fan, right? We don't got to run into Clemson, which is great. They're not in our division, so we don't actually have to run into them every year, which is which is absolutely great. Second thing is when we run into, when we run into North Carolina, whether they're good or not, it's always something we got to deal with. Virginia Tech's always something you get. like those are the teams where. Those are the measuring stick games for did, me.
1: Did you just say Virginia Tech and North Carolina?
2: Yeah, I just I, yeah.
1: I think I think that's a good segue, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you segue uh, segue there, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this game, I'm gonna go ahead and take a take credit for calling this. I even played Inner Sandman. YouTube gave us a copyright violation. It's okay, it's okay. I fought it. I disputed it. Uh, we were reacting, fair use, trade law, whatever that, whatever that stuff is. I said Virginia Tech was going to get them only because of the crowd and the atmosphere, but I was not impressed with North Carolina. Their passing game didn't look to be the same. I don't know if Justin Fuentes had this Virginia Tech Hokie team just, uh, just ramped and amped and ready to go, ready to roll, or what it was, but they came out. They looked good. North Carolina, Carolina did not look impressive to me. I don't know about you guys. What What do you think, Joey? I don't think they're a top five team yeah. or anything. Yeah, this like is that.
0: a this is a lock for me, too, I believe. And, uh, yeah, we did me mean you just called it right. I just – North Carolina lost too much of last year's uh, – alpha of last year's team. They lost two NFL running backs. I mean, you don't just recover from that. Um, Sam Howell is – I man, I'm not going to say he's not good, but I don't think he's a Heisman contender uh, top five pick like a lot of people think he is. So, um – I, um,
1: I, I don't have him as a okay. lock I wasn't surprised. I don't have him as a lock. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I, I bet on him anyway, so uh, I bet on Virginia Tech anyway, so uh, I, I wasn't surprised. I think North Carolina is going to be fine overall, but they're not going to be a national title contender, and they just proved it.
3: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you know, um, he is a junior, right? He should. He leave. might be a
0: sophomore just because of a. Yeah.
3: Oh, true. He, he shouldn't leave after this year. He should not. Sam hell, yeah. Like I think he, I think he needs another year of college, oh. and the NFL thinks otherwise. They actually think he could leave this year and be a first round draft pick. I don't think so. Now, granted, of course, I just do a podcast with you guys. I don't know jack shit about scouting, but he does. He hasn't been producing wins in the way that he should. The way that his hype is so up there, you. Think he'd be like a one-loss quarterback at best, or at maybe even at worst. But he's not. He's losing to Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost last year to Florida State, which was, you know, not a good Florida State team. You know I, I, I'm not gonna.
1: I'm not gonna let you do this. Look, look, he. It's not all on Sam Howell. Sam, right, Howell put, right. Sam Howell. Sam oh, no, no, Howell. No, no. it needed to The quarterback leads the way. The quarterback needs no, to, no. Look, to look, look, the wins. look. They yeah. lost. They lost a couple good running backs to the NFL. They lost. Tom Brady's
0: won re- seven Super Bowls.
1: They lost two wide receivers to the NFL, and in this game, I saw Sam Howell looking deep, like he would in, like it, as if it was last year, and he would just toss the ball up and they'd go get it. Right. This year, he doesn't have those guys. Right. I don't think he's got the guys on the perimeter like he did last year. So I don't want to put it all on him. Maybe he's rusty. I think he does better in some games. We'll see. I, I'm not. I'm not writing Sam, Sam Howell off just yet.
2: And can, can I also just say real quick, it also is game one.
1: Yeah. Right. Let's let's, one. Let's,
2: let's 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 pump the brakes. It's game one. They're playing Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. Like it's game one, right? Well, and to Davis' point, it really doesn't matter what he's talking about. He's going in the first round. So, I don't give a damn what he does the rest of the season. Like, we just know that's what's going to happen, right, because they're going to see the potential. But, yeah, I do I, I do think that – I don't know what you guys in oh, the previous – Oh,
1: shit, let's go. Oh, what happened? Oh, that
2: was
0: insane. A stupid pick by Tom Brady. That
1: was insane.
0: Tip screen pass right into the defender's hands. Oh my gosh! Let's go, Cowboys! We,
1: Did we miss Yeah, the
0: what I was point? what I was gonna say is
2: I I don't yeah know, no, you missed the field goal. Damn. See it, man. Yeah, so I, I don't know that <laughs> I was thinking that for North Carolina as a championship contender. Anyway, you know what I mean. To be fair, I figured oh, yeah. they they'd lose a game or two at, at some point. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't here, maybe you know Miami might knock them off. Maybe somebody else in the ACC will knock them off, and then you know they'll eventually get probably smacked by Clemson in the ACC <laughs> championship game, regardless. But, um. Yeah, that's that's a problem with the ACC to begin with. We can't really get anybody to compete with them at at, recently. So, um, yeah, I mean that's basically it, man. I mean, it's just week one. I mean, but I agree, he didn't look well. And I, well, I normally side on the the side of like the team situation. I'm kind of on the Davis train with, yeah, man. Do like three picks, and it it just it, it didn't. I mean, there wasn't any point, and I didn't watch the entire game, so full disclosure. But wasn't a lot of points in the game that I'm watching. I'm just like. I'm not saying that I have to be amazed by everything that's going on, but, like, it wasn't anything to write home about. You know what I mean? Like, if we're being honest.
1: No, for sure. I understand that. I, I just think he's got to adapt to not having those those round yeah. one and round, round you know, first five round guys uh, on his team. Um, another quarterback in my mind that didn't perform like I thought he would, uh Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. Um, Iowa absolutely shellacked. The Hoosiers, Iowa, looking pretty good. I didn't get to watch too much of that game. Anyone catch that?
0: I didn't catch that. No, but I was completely wrong about this one. Maybe Indiana's last year was a few, a fluke. That's all (laughs) I could think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gonna have to do. We got to get our Big Ten correspondent back, man. He's he's been busy with uh, being a manager and stuff. But I, you know, (laughs) I I really liked Indiana last year. I hope they do good. I don't know what's going on. Uh, one game. That I think we called. I think I, I, I said UCLA was going to win. They did They did end up beating LSU. I'm not sure if I, I said UCLA or LSU was going to win. But I told you, guys, that I liked UCLA. I like Chip Kelly's team. I think they're back. And I think they have a monstrous running game with... with What's his name? Um, uh, Charbonnet? Yeah, I think it's Charbonnet. Um... That kid is crazy. He's a transfer from Michigan. He had
2: yeah, he had like nine carries for like nine hundred yards. It was ridiculous.
1: Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, he had it nine
2: carries for nine hundred yards. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, yeah, nine carries, nine hundred.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, it was like it was ridiculous. He didn't even carry the ball that much. It was just like eleven
0: for one seventeen. There you
2: go, eleven for yeah. one seventeen. Yeah, it's like what is that per per for carries That's ridiculous. He's a down the hill runner.
0: He's, he's
1: north and south runner too. He's good. Um, anything to say about the UCLA LSU game I, I still stick by what I said I think Max Johnson's a good quarterback I'm gonna pump my brakes on the Heisman uh, candidate <laughs> talk I said I said Max Johnson was a stud and possibly Heisman candidate
2: casually walk that back yeah I'm gonna quick. casually
1: walk that back real <laughs> quick and, and we're gonna we're gonna watch how he does um, this week fun fact LSU playing a team in which the quarterback for the opposite team is Ed Orgeron's son. So it's going to be the Orgeron Ooh. Bowl this week.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, now I said LSU is going to be the second most got- team, and FSU is going to be the first most unpredictable team, and I stand by that. I think that is very valid still at this point.
1: You had Robot Aids there for a second for me. Everyone else here?
0: Oh, sorry. I said LSU is going to be the second most unpredictable team, and FSU is going to be the most unpredictable, and I stand by that to that point. I still think they're the most, two most unpredictable games.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're right, man. Because you look at last yeah. year, they lost to Mississippi State. First game got blown out after winning that national championship, having the best team ever. And, and everyone was like, oh, well, it was you. And then they lost a few games. And then they started to do good every now and then. So, yeah, I think you're right. They're unpredictable.
3: What about you, Davis? Um, hey, will you bring this to me? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nope, nope,
1: oh, never no. mind. It's okay. Dude, the no, Square
2: of Green Jr., University of Notre Dame.
3: Oh, no, UCLA, I'm not buying into them right now. I don't buy into Pac-12 teams just like I don't buy into Big <laughs> 12. I'm not buying into them right now. I'm not sold on LSU. I'm not sold on UCLA. Look, they beat them. I think that was a win they should have had. They did it at home. Good for Chip Kelly. He's wearing the visor again. I think that brings back his winning days in a way. But I'm not, uh-uh. I'm not buying in any Pac-12 team right now. And I'm sure as hell not sold on LSU. So mm-hmm. good, good win for UCLA to win at home. But I'm not getting too excited. Wow.
1: All right. Um, Montana. <laughs> Montana gets the win over Washington. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? No one hears about that one. Uh, Louisiana uh, at Texas. Um, we said, look out for Louisiana, but Texas looked like they were kicking some ass. Steve Sarkeesian actually can coach football, right? So this might be scary for the uh, Big 12 as it is in the present time. Oh, no! Oh, that was dirty. Tom Brady just threw a fucking dime. What was that? A 57-yard oh touchdown god. pass? Oh my god. Who caught that? Hey, keep in mind I yeah. am. Antonio behind. Brown? Antonio I'm Brown behind. I'm behind too. I saw Joey going, look, look, and then I see him streaking no, down the field. Oh, I did
0: a fist pump. How dare you? Um oh, anyway, man. completely wrong about this game. Hand up. It'd be really interesting to see if Texas can keep it up. Because it's going to be a really fun Red River rivalry when I'm completely right about Spencer Rattler and him being trash.
1: Yeah, man. Um, We'll go ahead and talk about it because we got to talk about it. The uh, Oklahoma at Tulane, which was at Oklahoma game, was very interesting. Tulane got credited from Spencer Rattler saying they were the most hard-hitting team. They wanted to win more than we did, and they should have won the game. And they should have, man. Tulane, and I I think that's that has good implications for Tulane for the rest of the season, from based on what I thought Oklahoma was going to be. Now, I'm not sure if I was even close to being right now because they didn't look like the number two team in the nation. Number two team in the nation doesn't uh, beat an unranked team 40 to 35 uh, at their home. You know they they. They should have blown this Tulane team out.
0: And they had what to I will give. Yeah, what I will give Oklahoma is they have one or two of these scares a year. They always do. And they usually lose one of them and still make the playoff. Uh, but I, I'm just I, like I said last week, I mean, Sprint Rattler, 30 for 39. I'll give it to him. It's against Tulane. I just don't think he's, I, I, he's not the next great Oklahoma quarterback to me. Um, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't pass the eye test. We'll see how the rest of the season pans out. But Texas keeps playing like they're playing, like they played uh, last week. It's going to be a very interesting uh, season in the Big
1: 12. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm watching Texas a lot more closely this week because just, just for that game, just for the Red River rivalry, just for that set <laughs>
2: can I Can I just say one thing on the Oklahoma game? Well, two things. One, um, what happened to the Oklahoma defense that we were all hearing about that was supposed to be um, Dude,
1: not Oklahoma
2: defense. I just wanted I, I don't <laughs> know. they were supposed to be not look like Oklahoma's defense, and then they came out and looked exactly like every Oklahoma defense. Um, and then also, what what do you mean Spencer Rattler doesn't pass the eye test? I mean, I, I'm not understanding. Like, well, I mean, I'm not maybe not just last week, but just like in general, you don't think he's gonna? You you're talking about he doesn't? He's gonna not like, gonna live up like Heisman potential? I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, I mean, was he not? Uh, he was the number one guy in the high, like coming into the year to for, to win the yeah. Heisman. I think he was. He had the best odds, and I just don't think he's that guy. I don't, I mean, I don't think he's a ch- national championship playoff kind of quarterback. He's fine. He is what he is. He's going to be good in the Big Twelve because everyone's good in the Big Twelve if you play quarterback. But uh, I, he just he, he, doesn't have the it. He doesn't have the it factor for me. If you want to go to that
2: kind of okay uh, talk. Yeah. So you, you think he's physically more talented than like a Jalen Hurts, but he's just – Jalen Hurts has got that thing, like whatever that it is or whatever. Yeah. I don't
0: know if he's physically more talented than Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen
2: Hurts is a very good quarterback. He might win the MVP in the NFL this year. Okay. Well, all right. Well, first of all – He's
1: he's a Philly fan, dude. He don't... cannot
2: – yeah, Jalen Hurts <laughs> cannot throw – he can't throw the rock like Spencer Riley. There's no way. But, uh, no, No. Yeah. Right.
1: right. All right. I, 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 I
2: feel that, though. Alright, alright, alright. Where are we going? Where are we going with
0: this?
1: Wait a minute. Wait.
0: Georgia Clemson, probably.
1: Wait, I know, but I'm trying to. I thought I had. Kentucky, is. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. No, they're, they're <laughs> Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, we got. <laughs> so I'm fucking with my sound. Alright. <laughs> Kentucky beats. Beats Louisiana Monroe, 45-10. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Boston College <laughs> slaps Colgate 51-0. to zero. The only reason I'm bringing this game up was because I saw a college football meme. Um, this linebacker for Colgate was like number zero or something. He had like I war, saw war paint and <laughs> like everything. And then the meme was like, imagine doing this just to get slapped 51 <laughs> Fifty-one to nothing, and play for Colgate University. Damn, Damn <laughs> Boston College
0: could be a problem.
1: Yeah, Boston College uh, is a problem, man. That is not gonna be good. I'll tell you what. Uh, it gets fucking cold up there, bro. And it, whoever's go, I don't know. Let's let's go take a sneak peek, and let's say, oh no, they gotta go to Clemson. Uh, Florida State's gotta go to Boston College at the end of the season. That could be a crazy game. That is tough. Those hits hurt in the cold Never weather, know. bro. If you ever played football in the cold weather, you don't like taking a helmet to any part of your bone, your body, or nothing. It sucks in the cold. It's way worse. 100% worse. You can all can vouch for me on this. Even Davis can vouch for me. He plays baseball. You get hit by a baseball in the cold. That shit sucks, too. It hurts like um, hell. Yeah,
2: a you. lot of sports in the cold is just not really. If you think about it, it's like not really. Exciting.
1: Yeah. I Except
2: imagine, ice hockey.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's always, <laughs> always in the cold. But that's that's why they're missing teeth and shit, bro. That's why hockey players stupid, man. Why don't get into it? I, I, I'm lying. I get into hockey. I, I like hockey. All right. I don't. Huh. Onward. Uh, USC looking good. Any any we gotta we gotta move on. We gotta move fast. USC looking good. Any, I, anything to say? I like
0: USC this year.
1: I like I like them too. Um, Kansas State. Beat uh, Stanford. We're right about that. I think we all took Kansas State there. I was wrong. I took the wrong side of that. You took the wrong side of that? I don't even uh-huh. think i gave a comment. I mean, we're on – this is rapid fire. We're on the scouts honor. And, Nolan, of
2: course, if you have
1: any of these games that I'd say, just, like, go ahead and say something. Yeah,
2: i just say I was in a, I was in Dallas this past weekend, and, like, the game was in Dallas, obviously. So, that was pretty crazy to see a bunch of Kansas State fans. They were, like – they were really excited not just to the game, just, like, they just really think they got some real high hopes this season. Maybe they were just – Drinking the uh, the W juice, you know, they just they had just won, everybody was feeling good, but yeah.
1: What were you doing in Dallas? Were you just chilling? Or yeah, anything? I was
2: visiting. I actually uh I have some fam there. So I'd never been to Texas, so I was just visiting there. Um so we actually went to see I didn't realize that Kansas State was even playing like there or anything, like in there. I was we were just gonna go visit the stadium and then it was like after the game. But...
1: Oh, did you go to the, did oh did you just like go to the game or you like hang out outside the game and so...
2: stuff? Yeah, no. So we went to the game. Um, I mean this is like off on a tangent, but like there, obviously it's in Arlington. My name is Nolan. I was named after Nolan Ryan, who's a baseball player who played like, with the Rangers. So got to like take a picture by the statue and do all that good stuff. And then we just, you know, hopped over. Like I didn't realize they were like really across the street kind of thing. Um, cause yeah, I'd never been, crazy. but yeah. So we went over there. Obviously you got to go see Jerry road when you're in Dallas. Right. So um, couldn't get the tour cause it's like booked and all that, but uh, went to the bars and stuff and there's a bunch of Kansas state fans, obviously it's Texas. So they were watching Texas and Houston and, Wherever the heck else. No Texas Tech fans though. That was not not a one, but but yeah, it was cool.
1: That's cool. Davis and I took a trip to, uh, and some other friends took a trip to uh, Jerry World for the Florida Michigan game back in 2017. The opening game. That was game. fun. It was really. Oh fun. nice. Yeah. I yeah. Threw up. Yeah. You did throw. you threw up like orange, dude. Like too many <laughs> too many. Uh, was it um angry oh, orchards? That's reds what you apple
3: like? ale. Oh, I it was drink- the red. I drank like five 16-ounce Red's Apple Ales, and then I ate one of those Rice Krispies that you brought.
1: Oh, it had weed in it.
3: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Cut Cut that that out. Cut that out.
3: This was the worst part. Or,
1: you With weren't that, there, Joey. Did, Joey didn't do any of this. This was years ago.
3: The worst part was that I drove. i cutting
1: that out. And
3: <laughs> I felt perfectly fine.
1: We stay off the weeds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then we get, we get to your aunt's, your, your cousin's house. And that was when it all hit me. And it was just downhill from there.
1: Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: Scambia county pr guy right there guys everyone <laughs> good on you <ya. laughs> <laughs> health and safety <laughs> for Scambia county those days off. are behind me those days are behind yep yeah <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right uh moving on uh i want to say something about this missouri central michigan game um no oh, you yeah, don't i i did uh <laughs> missouri wins not in impressive fashion <laughs> They beat a Jim McIlwain uh, Central Michigan game. Jim McIlwain couldn't make it. He was having a shark fin attached to his back to become an actual shark. <laughs> uh, so he could take more. He calls. wanted to look
0: more like his kid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck Jim McIlwain. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking cost us a Heisman candidate, possibly a national championship. So gave us Felipe Franks. Dude, come on! Not not, like so, dude, he did. He, oh, not that he gave us Felipe. I like Felipe, contrary to like most Gator fans. But um, he gave him to us over Will Greer when Will Greer was like mm. at the bottom of the rock bottom when he got popped for PEDs. When I don't even think he he meant to Virginia. Take, yeah, he didn't even meant to take any PEDs. He just got some bad substances, and Jim McElwain wouldn't come to bat for him. That's been released through different articles and stuff, and that's that's just poor coaching. That's poor recruiting and everything. Anyway, uh, Texas Tech falls to Houston. Nothing to say about that. I, I didn't get to watch that game. Morty.
2: Yeah, so I saw a little bit of that, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about.
1: No, nope. nope. Uh, BYU beats Arizona. Uh, I said I, I had BYU win in that game, but I didn't get to watch it too much. I think we all had BYU there. And yeah, um, ending up, wrapping up the pod, pod or the week one review. Uh, Louisville drops one to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is uh, offense looking good even without Lane Kiffin there to coach. It was forty three to twenty four. Matt Corral throws for three hundred eighty one yards. Man, this kid is really really good. I like Matt Corral. He could have been a Gator, um, but when Dan Mullen came in, he said, "Not our guy. Not our system." Brought in his guys. But yeah, I like Matt Corral still. Um, I like Lane Kiffin and this Ole Miss team going forward. Alright. Week two. Week two. Week two. Who we got? We have some games tomorrow. Uh, Coastal Carolina plays Kansas. Uh, Kansas travels to Coastal Carolina. I got Coastal Carolina in that one. Kansas celebrated barely beating like a division five school last week that was absolutely dumb i saw like they rushed the field i hope that was 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 so dumb i hope kansas gets beat 50 to nothing this week honestly (laughs) like i hate i hate kansas so much for no reason like they suck but i still hate them i don't know why there's no other team i feel that way about i think besides fsu
0: How dare you? Uh, I harbor no ill will towards Kansas, but Coastal Carolina.
3: Yeah, Coastal Carolina. I love them. You already know how I feel. Yeah. I I mean, I I want them to go undefeated and be the best team in their division.
1: I mean, I really like the What's the quarterback's name?
0: Grayson Uh, McCall. Grayson McCall.
1: McCall, dude. That's a name guy. That is a you know, like, you could be a country singer one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude,
3: 100%. Trying to get our
0: two boys ready to carry him to golf tournament before practice. Oh, dude. 12 cats live across the road. Our is that me again? Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen this door. This is the but old Coastal Carolina. This is so you can come Coastal in Carolina you before Coastal Carolina out was cool. I turn and look, there's a little kitty cat in our... In our kitchen, little kitty cat. So I said, "What are you doing in here, little kitty cat?" By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go that way. Cat starts going
3: Meow!
0: <laughs> all crazy. And I told our players, "We need more dogs." Bo's barking in the back. I have to go
2: shut Bo up. Need Mel's more like, dogs. What's going on? I said, "It's a cat in the house." Cat in the house. I said, "Yeah, there's a cat in the house." <laughs>
0: we need more
1: dogs. That, that's the coast of Carolina. I miss. No, I'm joking. I like this coast of Carolina better. They are dogs, honestly. They are dogs. I love it. Uh, Boise State playing Friday night, hosting UTEP. Boise State gets a revenge win after dropping one to UCF. I think. All right. Did we do Clemson, Georgia? Oh shit, we didn't do Clemson, Georgia. That's right. All right. Well, game re- of re- re- the re- week. Re- yep, that was that was our game of the week last week. Um, we got to talk about it. Uh, it was a defensive ball game. It was it was impressive to see a Georgia defense just putting pressure on on uh, DJ Uyunglele like that. Like I expected Clemson to at least score a few touchdowns. And I also expected Georgia to score a few touchdowns, even though they didn't. There was no offensive touchdowns in the whole game, right? Uh, the only touchdown was that pick six. Yeah. So it's looking to me like Georgia can stop big teams from scoring points. But again, I'm not really sold on Clemson's
3: offense right now
1: at this point after seeing that.
3: I'm not sold on Clemson's offense right now. Um, I still we, think Georgia
1: has a good defense, though. That's why I'm conflicted.
3: So yeah. help help me through that. I'm, I'm not trying to discredit Georgia's defense, but Clemson is supposed to be Clemson. Mm-hmm. And at least right now under Uyunglele, they're not producing. And I, I'm not doubting him. I'm not writing him off. He's young. This offense is going to develop around him. It's going to be fine. But I – I do think that, uh, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of a ways to go. For right now, now go, going back to Georgia, giving them credit, their defense showed up and played awesome. Like, Clemson's going to go beat who they're going to play next week. Georgia showed up. They're the number two team in the nation now, and they should be. Yeah.
0: I think Georgia probably has the best defense in the nation, but that, that game was a snooze fest. Um, I really was high on Louis Lele or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I mean, he was probably my favorite.
1: To- oh Godwin, <laughs> yeah, I the I
0: he was my favorite. he—he sh- I mean, he, he, he looked, looked kind of- terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty <laughs> much every time I every time I hear his name, that's what I hear. Dude, you uh, struggle uh, with that.
1: You probably struggle with that name like harder than Ed Orgeron does. Like I can't even. <laughs> yeah, like I want to hear
0: how Ed Orgeron <laughs>
1: says. <I'm> uh, <laughs> you that. Ooh, uh, like, I like that ooh. But he he looked terrible.
0: And hey guys, can we can we hear this up? Like, come on, Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, but my point now I was making before the podcast we are talking about this is Clemson had two like world class quarterbacks before this happened, and Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Take Kelly Bryant out of it; he was a stopgap. Um, at some point, you're going to come back to earth. Like, yeah, he was a five-star. Yeah, he's probably going to be good by the time his career is over. But you're not going to have, like, Trevor Lawrence won a national championship his freshman year. Uh, Deshaun Watson, if he didn't win it, he was playing in it his freshman year. So, I mean, that's not going to happen three times in a row. There's just no chance. So, at some point, you're going to come back to Earth. They're going to be fine. But they got some work to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I'm, I'm still not sold on either team. I think Georgia deserves that number two spot at, at the moment. But we'll see. We'll watch them. I think, they, I think you're right. Might be the best defense in the nation. And uh, Clemson, like you said, I think they got a way to go as well.
2: I don't know, man. I, I just think that, um, you know, DJ, we'll just call him that. Um, mm-hmm. He – Good choice. I, I do think – that he's a lot better than how he played. Um, But yeah, this was definitely just a case. I mean, yeah, this game was, I mean, not really that fun to watch, but I think this was just a case. I mean, I think George's defense is definitely excellent, but man, this was just some bad offense. Like this was just some real bad offense, real bad protection, missing protections, like just a lot of different things that he's probably just never had to really do, right? I mean, like I know in college you'd look over to the sidelines, but at a certain point, you you know, you don't have a lot, to do, but they were, you know, they were disguising stuff. Well, I'll give them credit, but I want to go to the Georgia side, man. I mean, real quick, just like the JT Daniels thing. I mean, I don't think anybody's like really super excited to ever watch JT Daniels anyway, but I mean, they couldn't get anything. Like, I mean, it was just like, they just couldn't get anything. And, and to be honest with you, it looked a little bit anemic like it has looked sometimes with JT Daniels being at like, this isn't the first time that it's looked kind of like, I mean, maybe this bad, but, know that's something if you're a Georgia fan like you cannot be playing Florida you cannot be playing Bama or whoever I mean just a bunch of schools I can name in the SEC you cannot be like having these type of performances I'm sure they're they're gonna obviously score more than you know more than three points as an offense but you can't be this anemic against some of these because they're definitely I mean even Florida would score I mean there's gonna be teams that are gonna score so Right. You know, that, that's really bothersome. Um, if they can't control a game, I think that's something to look forward to. If they can't control a game defensively or running the ball, um, can they actually come from behind, you know, with JT Daniels doing that? He manages the game well, but something to look forward to when they get into these big games for sure.
1: That is the thing about Georgia, right? Like if teams can outscore them more than they're capable of doing, like Georgia's not built to – and that's what I said last week. That's why I thought Clemson was going to win. As I said, Clemson was built to score fast and not, you know, not take these long, methodical drives. But Georgia is built to run the ball down your throat, control the clock, and try and grind out a win. Um, they did that, though. They did do that. But like you said, teams like Alabama, teams like, I, mean, I, I think even Florida could score on Georgia. But uh, it's and all, and not all about the points.
2: And not to get nitpicky, but on the pick that he threw the pick six, we, whatever his name is, um. Got to be honest, the receiver gave him a little bit of alligator arms there. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Like on that slant, I was, because at, at first watch, I was like, well, that wasn't like the worst, though, in the world. But I was like, man, I mean, he could have, you know, I mean, I'm being nitpicky here because it was just a game that there was no other touchdowns, right? So now we get to really analyze this, just this one, the biggest play of the game. It's like, you know, you kind of, you know, you stretch your arms out a little bit. Maybe it's an incomplete pass. Maybe even if you run into him and even he catches the pick, you maybe just tackle him. Right? Like, it's just really tough for that to be, you know, because even when that happened, what was that like, second quarter, right? So, when it happens, you're like, ah, oh, it's tough, but yeah, all right, it'll bounce back, right? Like, for that to only be the only score in a big game like that, that's just crazy, man. That's yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it huge. All
1: right, now we can move on to the second week. Thanks thanks for pointing that out. You yeah, my, my co host, we're gonna about, about to let me go on that one. Come on, guys. That was our game of the week. I
0: mentioned it, I mentioned it before. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Um, go back and listen. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, we're not gonna do that game yet. We're gonna move on. Um, Auburn, Alabama State. I think Auburn gets the win there. Let's see. Anyway, a lot of cupcakes Alabama this State week. Yeah,
0: solid cup- defense Dude. on Alabama State.
3: Yeah, this uh, <laughs> historically
1: has no games. Is this uh, right. cup- a? <laughs> this is cupcake week, right? This is.
3: This was. Yeah. This, this is where we can spend forever on the first week and just run through the second.
1: week. Yeah. This is good. So. We'll go ahead and talk about uh, Florida. Florida is going to Tampa um, to play South Florida. Um, they got some. They're gonna wear the white helmets. They went all white in the swamp. They're gonna go all white at nice. Raymond James, and they have the uh, like Patriot. Florida's got the Gator script with the American flag on the helmet. It looks pretty fucking cool, honestly. I'm pumped for the uniforms. Um, but yeah, this is a South Florida team that lost last week. Forty-five to nothing to a really good NC State team. Um, we skipped over them in the week one review, but NC State's gonna look good. Obviously, beat South Florida forty-five nothing. I think Florida. I think Florida gets them. Let's see. Uh, look, the spread is 28 and a half Yeah. No. I. I don't know if I want to lock it, but I'm going to lock it just because it's my team. It's Cupcake Week. We're going to go lock on me. So go ahead and lock that. Uh, Florida is going to cover that 20 and a half. I think we get some things figured out on offense this week because we have to. If you don't get it figured out this week, it's going to be Alabama coming in town
3: next week, and that's not going to be good. Yeah, you know what? Um, I think USF is going to, or UCF. I think USF's going to cover it. Dude, I, I don't know what's. I'm I, I'm not really buying into Florida this year a whole lot. I, I think I said it last week that I think they're going to be a three-loss team. They're going to be all right. They're going to lose the games that they're they're supposed to lose. They're going to win the games they're supposed to win. But something tells me that USF is going to keep it at least under 28 points. I mean, will Florida win by 17? Maybe 21? Yeah, I think so. They're definitely going to win this ball game, but. They're gonna oddly keep them close. I'm not locking it in. I don't want to lock in again. I don't want to lock in negatively against my team, but I I think that's how it's gonna go.
0: Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. I I think. think. I think South Florida wins outright because Florida sucks.
3: Damn,
0: bro. Sounds good. (laughs) That's all I got.
1: (laughs) Liar. Go Cox. Uh huh. All right. Um.
2: Yeah, four touchdowns is a lot. That's a, I, I don't know those in state games I know it's not like Florida and Florida State or anything but like I don't know that's a lot.
1: I mean we're looking we're looking at NC State team or USF team that just lost forty five the NC State. I think Florida True. is at least as good as NC State.
2: But you know what? To be fair, and I'll let you move on, but it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, they yeah. should. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the yeah. funny part. Like they should.
1: Yeah, there's no transitive property in college football. We have, we we all know that all too well. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. This is an interesting game. Tennessee looked okay against the Bowling Green team from Ohio, not Kentucky, apparently, right? Kentucky, yeah. No, Kentucky, no. <laughs> right? Anyway.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: Who do you got here? This is an interesting game to watch. It's my. It's an 11 a.m. game.
3: You know what? Tennessee is always good at the beginning of the year. Give them till about week five when they collapse – but in the meantime, Tennessee is usually a decent team. What's the, uh, uh, what's the spread on this game? I need to pull it up.
0: Minus three. Pittsburgh's Pitt's favored by three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I, I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee in this ball game. I, I I think that they're a strong team at the beginning of the year. We'll let the rest of the year play out to really determine what kind of team they are. But Tennessee against Pitt, Give me Tennessee.
0: I'm locking it in. Really?
3: Wow, dude.
0: Yeah. I'm not locking this game in, but I have a completely different feeling on this game. Uh, last week I said – I think Tennessee was favored by 38, and I said I don't think Tennessee should be favored by 38 against anybody. They won by 36. So, how right was I? I mean, 100% on that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think Pittsburgh's a grinded-out team. I don't think Tennessee at this time is. So, uh, I, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to take a minus three, but it's not a lock for me. Gotcha. All right. That's fine.
1: And, Nolan, the way we do this, when we do the locks, we get three locks to dish out each week, and we're keeping up with it throughout the season kind of deal. You can feel free to throw some locks in, and I'll lock it up. So, the
2: lock to cover the spread and everything? Yep. Yep. Go yeah. On. Gotcha. Mm. All
1: right. um just glancing here because we we uh basically plants over at georgia tech uh who i i had high hopes for this year dropped one to northern illinois 22 21 uh northern illinois elected to go for the two-point conversion with like six seconds to go in the game and they got it and they took down the yellow jackets in atlanta which you know hate it for the yellow jackets I like their new coach. I like the branding and stuff, but you can't rebrand your way to the top. You have to play some football. Got to play some football. That's right. All right, anyway. Uh, yep. What?
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep, that's right. You got nothing to say? I don't think so. Bro, there nope. are no games this week. Texas A&M at Colorado? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, bro. Texas A&M wins, but I don't even like Texas watching Texas A&M
3: play. I really don't. I mean, the spread is 17 at Colorado. No. If you're you're a better, that's interesting.
1: Uh, Yeah, it is. I'm going to lock it up here. Lock. Throwing out another lock for you guys. I'm not locking it On who?
0: Who are you locking up on?
1: Colorado. Colorado. I'm taking them to cover the Texas A&M's minus 17. I'm not not letting the Jimbo Fisher team cover. They're not going to do it.
0: It is Go cover by seventeen. I mean, I'm not locking it up. I already have my lock picked out, but and
3: it's at Mile High Stadium. I don't, I don't know. Like, we don't really have a whole lot of options this week. Uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna hold out. I'm holding out.
1: That was a, that was a spontaneous lock, by the way. But I just, I just like I one. Colorado to pull the upset. If anything, if Colorado pulls the upset on Texas A and this week, that would make me happy for the college football.
3: I'm saving my locks t- for the other good games.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't normally lock down the good games. Like I, my three, lo- I got two locks that are like twenty point favorites. But I'm gonna just, I'm gonna take my locks in the big games to make it more interesting.
1: Right, I got you. I got you. I got you. Hmm. I see. I see it All right, I'll throw a lock on the big game this week as <laughs> yes, well. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. Nebraska at Buffalo. Dude, that's going to be interesting. I think Buffalo... Th- th- put them on upset alert. Put, put Nebraska on upset alert right here. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo's coming into town. Dude, Buff- I- Buffalo's coming into town right now.
0: I mean... Nebraska like, stinks. It's not upset alert. They're just a bad football team.
1: That, although...
0: In Nebraska, in
1: Nebraska, though, in Nebraska, we
0: yeah, weren't we're not they... in Florida, there, Jeff.
1: My name's not Jeff. First of all, <laughs> second of all, it's Buffalo. Like they don't go
2: into Nebraska and win. You know. Is this the same Nebraska team yep. that just played Illinois week one? Yeah. The one that everyone put up that goes into
0: Nebraska and wins. <laughs>
3: I'm going to oh, give Nebraska at least somewhat credit. You can expect it to be a sold-out game.
0: <laughs> oh, there we go.
3: Call I that last t- 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 six. <laughs> t- yeah, last t- that battle of the sold-out games.
1: No, look, I'm going to call the upset here. I think if I guess you guys don't think it's an upset, but I'm going to call the upset. Uh, anyway, moving on. California at TCU. Those are two big brand-name teams. Know nothing about it. Really don't. Who cares? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, none of that. Um... Iowa at Iowa State. This is battle for the... What do they call this? Battle for the Hawk Trophy? Yeah. Yeah, the Hawk rivalry. That's what they're saying. Fans got it. Iowa State winning 56%. I don't know. Iowa always has a way of beating Iowa State.
3: I don't know. I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Alright, so I'm using a lock on this game. I love love, love Iowa State at home. They are, they were for like, what, three years, the team that was okay, but they would upset another team. But there was something there, like Matt Campbell. He's a damn good football coach. He could have taken another job somewhere else. He's not, he believes in Iowa State. And guess what? If Iowa State has a good year, they're going to the playoffs. Like they can do that. And so I love this team. The spread is four and a half. That I think they'll easily cover that against Iowa. Lock it. Get in.
0: Bro. Lock it. Because like I said last week, me and Davis could sit on the set of ESPN first take and just go against each other constantly Mm -hmm. all day. Because I see this game completely different. I watched Iowa play last year – or last week. I watched Iowa State play last week. One team impressed me. One team did not. I think Iowa's, Iowa always beats Iowa State. They always do. It. And they're going to go into Ames, and they're going to kick the shit out of them. I don't really think it's going to be that close. I think Iowa's going to beat them into the ground. And it's not going to be the end of the season for Iowa State, because I like Iowa State. I like Brock Purdy. But, I mean, Iowa's just a tough nose football team. I was, I was against them last week. I, I'll admit it. Like, I said that they were going to lose. I thought Indiana would, would beat them. Indiana was the underdog. And Iowa proved me wrong. They proved me wrong by a large margin. The things that travel on the road are defense, run the ball, and they're going to play defense. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to beat Iowa State. Four and a half is just a gift. Lock it in, Robert.
1: Yeah, I'm with Joey here, honestly. I, I just looked at the score. Iowa State last week played uh, UNI. You know who UNI is? Northern Iowa Panthers, and they beat them 16-10. to 10. I, I agree yeah no I'm 100% I'm going to lock this in as well for me this is my last lock I think Iowa covers I think Iowa wins Let's see uh, I, I mean, I, wait did you have another lock Joey or is that your first
0: one
3: That was
0: my first one Okay
3: I I do want to throw this out there that you and I is also one of those weird teams like they're an FCS school but they're a weird team that can upset a big name school i just want to throw that out there that they're good when it comes to playing these teams are not supposed to be so i'm i'm not discounting that when it comes to iowa state they're going to go into this ball game ready to play
1: yeah well you know that's just like
0: uh your opinion man
3: no they're not dude
1: no, they're not. Iowa
0: State, Davis, the better argument would have been Iowa State starts slow. They started slow last year. They lost to uh, UL Monroe or something like that um, at the opening game last year, and they still finished in the top ten. That's a better argument. But they're not playing UL Monroe. They're not playing Northern whoever. They're playing Iowa, who always eats their lunch, and they're going to eat their lunch again. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I- yeah, no, 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 yeah. No yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, onward. Texas at Arkansas. Hey, this is uh, a little uh, Southwestern Conference uh, rivalry callback, and this is a su- a rivalry game that's going to soon be reignited in the SEC. I got Texas. I got Texas winning this game. Arkansas is 1-0. Let's see. They both scored 38 points last game. Who, who did Arkansas play? Who did Arkansas play? Oh, Rice. Right. They played Rice. Okay.
0: They
3: have a solid defense.
1: Yep. And Texas played Louisiana. I think this is going to be an interesting game to watch.
3: You know, I'm, oh, wow. I'm a little surprised that Texas is only favored by seven. I'm tempted to want to take Texas in this ballgame, but I'm going to hold off because I'm a little intrigued by Arkansas and the fact that they're playing in Fayetteville. Um, I think I think Texas is going to win the ball game. Don't get me, me wrong. And the over and under is at 56.5. Uh, I'm a part of me wonders if it's actually going to hit the under, but I'm just not even going to touch this game. Although I do think Texas is going to win.
0: Yep. Yeah. I I think Vegas is a little timid on Texas. I don't even think they had a line out on Tuesday on this game. I don't think they know what to do because they're so used to Texas, just not, not playing good football. Um, or i mean, not good football is an exaggeration, not playing up to Texas standards. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Texas to cover. I, 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 was high on Texas last year. I was low on them to start the year. I, I'm kind of leaning. I'm trying kind of getting back on the Texas fan lag a little bit, but I think they cover this game. I don't think it's by 20. I think it's by probably 10, 10, 13, something like that. Nice.
1: Yep. I like it. Too. I like
2: Texas in this game too. I like Texas a little bit more than most people. Um, obviously it's hard to trust Texas because of recent history, but. I like, I mean, I'm not saying they're competing for anything, but I like Texas. I mean, what I think they're like a minus seven or something like that. So, I mean, yep. I, I think they, you know, they can mm-hmm. take care of that. That's a lock, if anything.
1: Oh, you want a lock? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, I can use it a lock. Let's use a lock. Let's use a lock. I haven't locked anything.
1: Yes, lock up. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, Wisconsin top 25 teams will say, I think they beat Eastern Michigan. We'll we'll let you get your time here. Miami plays Appalachian State. They get a little breather.
2: Yeah, lock me in, baby. Let's go. I don't care what the spread's looking like. Let's go. Lock me in. I don't
1: care what the spread is either. Yep. Mississippi State. What? What?
0: What what, What is the spread on that game?
3: The Miami game? Miami. Miami.
0: favored by nine. Nine? That's kind of (laughs) pathetic. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. yeah, I I knew what the spread was. I knew what the spread was, too. I just
2: wasn't going (laughs) to say it, but. I was like, I mean, you know, I, you know, it's a little recency bias. I mean, I know they saw uh, what, what, what took place, but it's all good.
1: Let's see yeah. here. This game's interesting to me. Mississippi State hosting NC State um, with the Cowbells. The spread is minus one for NC State. After Mississippi State uh, comes back and squeaks a win out against Louisiana Tech, i got nc state here yeah, th- damn I, I wish i would have saved a lock i want to trade i want to trade can i trade a lock <laughs> <laughs> no i want to tra- if it, i i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i don't care i'm the host of the show i'm gonna, Whoa. Trade, I'm gonna trade it. sorry sorry i'm not the show's not over yet the show's not over i'm gonna i'm gonna communist
0: trade- dictator Robert. Yeah,
1: yeah but it's a dictatorship uh i'm gonna take my florida lock because it's my team i'm not gonna lock them Uh, I didn't like the lock anyway. It's 28 and a half. It's too much. I like this lock much better. I think NC State's going to win, at least by a point, right? So I got NC State.
0: Yeah, I I like NC State here too. Um, They look good. Again, I think their quarterback's going to be good. I'm not sold on Mike Leach at Mississippi State yet. I think he is going to be good, but I think it's going to take at least one or two more years.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I thought this was an exciting I game. I thought I, I thought, thought we'd have much. You don't have to, what? Who cares? Wow. That's fine. That's fine. It's it's week not two. Davis. It's week two. I don't. <laughs> care. Where are these new schools coming? What Duke Quincy? What what kind of? What's their mascot?
3: The Duke Long Quincy? Island University Duke Quincy Dukes.
1: No, no, they're new. That is not. This is absolutely ridiculous. Robert Morris, that's just the name of a guy. You can't have one guy playing. This is ridiculous. Hey, they want a game in the NCAA
2: Come on. Yeah, I was going to say, they won a game in the NCAA tournament in basketball. A few years yeah, in, day,
1: in basketball. I know, I know. I'm just shitting on Robert Morris because it's my namesake anyway. Uh, let's see here. Old Miss, Austin Peay. North Carolina, Georgia State. Missouri, Kentucky. Uh, I got Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, Kentucky, yeah, sure. I have Missouri. Uh, you got Missouri? Oh, you are ignorant. You're ignorant.
0: You just stick to it, too. All right, I'll go ahead and knock this one out, Robert, because I have a lock on a random game. Rutgers-Syracuse. No. Uh, Syracuse looks absolutely terrible. Uh, they're trash. Rutgers actually looked pretty good. -hmm. Rutgers is only favored by two and a half. I think they win this game by fourteen. So Rutgers minus two and a half, locked in.
1: Locked in. Rutgers. Wow, that's a good lock. I like that lock. Rutgers, two and a half. That is a good lock.
3: I appreciate you giving some love to Rutgers. You know they've been a bad team for a long time. Not since the Ray Rice days they were actually anything, and Mm -hmm. they've been decent for two years now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I talked shit about them on week one, and uh, they really impressed me. So.
1: Uh, let's see. Florida State, Jacksonville State. I think Florida State obviously takes care of Jacksonville State. We get to see more of Mackenzie Milton. And uh, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, you know, maybe not. Maybe, maybe <laughs> keep him healthy. Maybe keep him healthy. What if you know? I wouldn't want Mackenzie Milton getting hurt against Jacksonville State. I hope we don't. They're gonna it at
0: start. All. They're gonna start Jordan Travis just because. I mean, you don't want him losing his form based on that reason and for you know keeping the team together wise. But if they should play the same amount of snaps in this game, and it should give you a, a telltale sign. It, 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 worst, it gives Mike Norvell an excuse with the team, if the team's behind Jordan Travis, I don't know, uh, to start McKenzie-Milton. Hopefully that's what happens. Yep, yep.
1: Um, let's see. Utah going to BYU, and uh, this is a rivalry game, so you don't know what's going to go on. I think I'm gonna say it looks like it's minus seven towards Utah I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Utah in this one Zach Wilson's gone I don't think it's the same BYU team I just happen to like Utah better in this one I don't know if I, like, gonna I like
3: Utah I also like yeah. their quarterback Charlie Brewer I'm yeah. one of those one of those people that seemed to just transfer just to transfer you know he was doing pretty well at Baylor and then transferred to Utah just trying to party all over the country that's what I'd be doing if I was Back up
0: trying to get, trying to do some soaking over there in uh, Utah.
1: Yeah, some <laughs> neck neck most. Um, Stanford at USC. That's another rivalry game. Got a Pac-12 rivalry game. Uh, looks like USC's favorite on the matchup predictor, eighty-five percent. They're also favorite uh, by Vegas, negative se- negative seventeen, minus seventeen, um, in the spread. I got USC. I don't know if I like minus seventeen. I don't really like Stanford. It's a, it's an okay Vegas number, I guess.
0: Stanford looked uh, terrible last week. Yeah. Um I was on him. Uh it was bad. It was it was just a stupid pick. USC looked good. I like USC this year. I like a minus seventeen.
2: Not a lock though. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, I, I wanna lock this I wanna lock the SC and I'm taking the SC juice. I mean, they have not played Stanford in a while with the new rivalry thing, so I think I'm, saying, I'm assuming they're at home, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's at, it's at USC. Okay, yeah. If they're at home, yeah, I'm All
3: taking right. that. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like USC. Uh, don't care for Stanford. Don't think they're a good team. Uh, USC is going to win the ball game. I'm saving my lock, but Keaton Slovis is a baller. So, yeah, that's how I feel.
1: All right. And I'm assuming you're saving your luck for this game. This game is the game of the week. It's the game that I'm going to be watching at 11am Ohio State hosts the Oregon Ducks and it's going to be a good game I don't know I think I I want to hear what you guys think I already know who I'm going to pick here after watching last week's games I was conflicted and I think I've came to I've come to a conclusion on who I want to win
2: who I think's going to win this is Ohio. I'm sorry if I was supposed to go. This is Ohio State. This isn't even close. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this isn't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not doing the. Or I'm not doing the Oregon train again. I'm not falling for that. So this is. Uh, this is Ohio. I don't know what the what's. I don't know what the actual spread is. But yeah, I'm, fourteen. It's and
1: like a seventeen half. or
3: something like that. 14 it's like and a half right
1: now on
2: ESPN.
3: 14 and a half.
2: It's fourteen. And a half. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would lock that. But th- this is a game where, like, I I do feel like if Ohio state wins, like it'd probably just be like going and going away. I don't, I don't think it'd be like, if it's a close game, put it that way. I think that goes in Oregon's favor. That, that's kind of the way I look at this kind of game, but I mean, Ohio state, yeah, they, they, they shouldn't have any issues even with, you know, we'll still see what the quarterback play, right? Like that's the only question mark I should say. But I mean, like I said, the team speed thing. Yeah. I'm a big believer in Ohio state this year.
3: So, I don't know. I I was not going to pick this game as my lock at the beginning of the show, but I thought about it maybe a little too much. And I went back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Maybe Oregon will come in here and make it a little bit close. But then again, we're in Ohio state. Ohio state looked somewhat shaky in a way, especially at the quarterback position, like I had mentioned at the the beginning of the show. But the more I think about it, the more I, I, I try to think, you know what? Logically, I think Ohio State's going to run away with this ball game. Maybe in the first half it'll be a little closer, but they're going to do exactly what they did in the first, the first game of the year. They're going to pull away, lock it in. They're going to beat them by at least 24 points. Whoa. That's what I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whoa. Okay. All right.
0: oh, hit, the, hit the lock button for them. Just what the theme of the show. The theme of the show. Ohio State didn't like they they pushed they didn't impress me it was against a way worse team they uh, hit the, what do you call it uh, tripped them that tripped themselves up they shot themselves in the foot that's what I was going for guys shot themselves in the foot the entire game they're playing a better team i know oregon struggled last week i'm going to chalk you up to the first game of the year anything can happen <laughs> mm-hmm. what what is it uh last game of the year bob yeah I can't hold anything back now. Like, right? I, I, can't think of, I can't hold anything back now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think Oregon's going to cover. I don't know if they're going to win the game. 14 and a half is just too many points. Um, I, I'm taking Oregon to cover, and I'm locking it up.
2: Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm almost never taking Oregon. I'm, I don't think I'm almost I'm – almost, I've never taken Oregon anywhere away from Eugene at this point. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not really.
1: I didn't. I, I'm going to call this game. I think Ohio State wins, um, but I think Oregon covers. I don't like that 14 and a half number at all. Uh, I was really big on Oregon, but last, I mean, last week they played a really good Fresno State team, but they didn't. They didn't look that good. And Ohio State, it was their first week. First week, Jitters against Minnesota. I think Ohio State looked good when they battled back. That's why I'm giving the upper edge to Ohio State winning the ball game. But Oregon has a really good defense on the defensive line. Tends to not matter when you're throwing hot fucking dimes to Chris Olave. That that's just what I think it's gonna happen. They're gonna. Not I just really think it, I think ball. it's
0: gonna be a, a a close back and forth game. The over sixty three and a half. I think that's kind of. I I mean I like the over. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. It's gonna be back and forth. Did and you, I I just think that. Did you cover? Or did no, I no, over? No, I went Oregon plus fourteen and a half. Okay. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. It's gonna be the only fun game to watch.
1: Yeah, one of the only. <laughs> I don't know. We we yeah. went over
0: a couple good ones,
1: um, but yeah. I mean, that's that's week two for, y'all. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else to say. I'm I'm done. I'm 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 cupcake weeked out. I think uh, I think we did a pretty good job covering it all. If we missed anything? So, we'll hit it next week. Honestly, i didn't want
3: to toss this one out there. Go Argos. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I want to reiterate Saturday. again
3: we're going to be at
1: the UW- UWF game live on ESPN radio. And then we'll get that show put um, on all of our uh, social media pages and stuff. And yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a live podcast for the first time in, since the Miami Florida game at Miami and Florida. That, that was a fun time. Um, follow us again, college football extravaganza um, everywhere on the higher frequency podcast network on YouTube, like, and subscribe on that page. And uh, also the individual college football extravaganza pages. Um, Nolan, you got anything you want to throw out?
2: Well, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, thank you guys for having me first off. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, we're with Interesting Enough Podcast. i um, half of it here. Uh, Trey was missing. We'll probably kind of grab him the next time. I um, mean, probably didn't want to be here anyway to talk about the Hurricanes, to be honest. But um, so yeah, follow us. Interesting Enough Podcast. You know, we're on all platforms, obviously, you know, wherever you listen. I'm um, enough podcasts on Instagram. We're posting like crazy on Twitter. Um, just kind of keep up to date with us.
1: Yep. Thank you. And I, I'm going to tell you, I had a fun time last week on your podcast, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we'll have you and Trey on anytime. I'm sure uh, after Miami loses this week to uh, McNeese State or whoever they're playing. Appalachian State. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. Until next time, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Drop a like, subscribe. Tune in next time.
0: James Blackman still stinks. Let's <laughs>